Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. My name is Amanda and I have a very exciting episode today. I have a special guest and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to connect with you always. Um, My name is Tanisha Nicole, and I am the podcast producer of the Choose Love podcast, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And can you just tell us, what do you guys talk about on your podcast, Choose Love? That's interesting. Yeah, on the show, we actually tell love stories. So I basically ask strangers about their love story. I talk to singles. I talk to a bunch of people, just their views and experiences about love just to enlighten everyone else. Awesome. So if you guys have a love story, reach out to her so maybe you can get a feature. So today we're talking about a topic that is, I think it's it's important. It's important in my life. And I believe that like, we all go through it, right? And we're talking about self-esteem. Self-esteem is just kind of something that some people have like great self-esteem. I don't even know how I can measure it. Some people struggle with their self-esteem. So we just want to kind of like dive into that topic and talk about not only our own experiences, but how God sees us and how we should kind of just begin to view ourselves. So if I had to ask you the first question, what would you say generally um, generally affects our self-esteem? Yeah, um, I would say it's definitely a lot of things, but if I could speak in general terms, I think most of our self-esteem is actually impacted by the things we see and other people and kind of these standards that we perceive from other people. Um, I've been thinking about this question a lot, but I'm just like, when I think about my own self-esteem, it certainly has little to do with like what's actually inside of me. It's more so like a comparison of me to other people, other things, or where I thought I would be. Um, But it's not really a reflection of like where I am today and like that, you know, compared against itself or like me yesterday, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. You said two things that for me is exactly the same, where I thought I would be, and then also how other people view me. Sometimes we get so wrapped up on the thoughts of others, and we literally let that control our lives and how we begin to view ourselves. So, you know, when someone is less, and it could be, it can go in the opposite way too. If people think highly of you, um, you know, you begin to think highly of yourself. And sometimes we just need to take a step back and realize like, wait, Not to say that the opinions of others don't matter, but at what percentage are we going to let that determine who we really are or who we truly think we are, right? And so in your opinion, do you think low or high self-esteem affects the way we live our lives? Yeah, I would say 100%. Like the way that we view ourselves determines how we show up in the world, right? So if we're not feeling our best, like there's some days when I'm not feeling cute, right? Like people can sense that you're not feeling yourself. And that comes across in your presentations, it comes across in your introductions, and really anything that you're doing. But you know when someone has like high self-esteem or like high confidence because when they walk in a room they own it and like that person becomes a light in the room so I definitely think that you can it affects how people view you like how you're coming into the world yeah so true and then that's the thing that you said like um high self-esteem because some people confuse high high self-esteem with like arrogance or um I don't even know, like overconfidence. So I wonder if there's a fine line because you can genuinely 
um, because, you know, we all have flaws. Like, that's the bottom line. No one is perfect, right? Because we're human beings. But you can begin to view yourself in a way that, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm still going to love myself. You know, I'm still going to, you know, work on the areas in my life that need to be worked on while acknowledging that, you know what, I'm created in God's image. So to bring it on a personal level, have you ever dealt with self-esteem issues or are still probably dealing with them? Yeah, I mean, this is actually, this is kind of like what my podcast is about. It's like my journey to find love actually became a journey to find love in myself. And I think that is all tied in with my self-esteem and my confidence and all that. I I mean, so my mom passed away in 2017. And after that, like, I really, it was like a wake-up call for me where I kind of was for the first time, like looking at myself in the mirror and what I saw when I looked in the mirror, I didn't like it. And I had realized like I had been, you know, my life had evolved in a way around this person that I didn't even like. And so, you know, what I was putting out into the world was probably low self-esteem and that's what the world was giving back to me. And so I had this life that I wasn't even connected with. So to answer your question, yes, I have dealt with um, self-esteem issues and it's actually something that I think is a constant battle for me. And the reason I say that is because like the way that I view self-esteem is like, it has like this life is not about us. Like we want, we want, you know, to be selfish. Like, I feel like that's just our human nature, but the struggle that I have is like reminding myself that I'm exactly the person that God has designed me to be. And truly it is me having to work on like, what's my relationship with God? Because if I'm confident in God, then I'm confident in myself. And so my self-esteem is really about getting a better relationship with God. Wow. So honestly, you said a lot of things that I kind of want to like touch on. You mentioned that your self-esteem was found in another person. And so can you expand on that? Were you just basically relying on that person to deter, like to define who you were? Or was it that, you know, just, can you just expand on that? Yeah, it's, I never thought I would be that girl. <laughs> but I I became that girl. I got so caught up in the idea of, you know, we've been together for this long. Next, you know, people were pressuring us, like, when are we getting engaged? We had to take in premarital classes. They're like, people were, they thought we were engaged. They were like, well, when are you getting married? And wow. so I just kind of got swept up in this idea. Um And we just were playing the part, if that makes any sense at all. And so, so yeah, I just kind of settled into the life that was happening to me rather than like making the life that I wanted. Mm. Yeah. For me personally, I would say that the things that have gone on in my past is what I used to let define who I am now. So I would disqualify myself from certain things because it's like, how how can you talk about this when you've done this? Or how can you be this woman when you've done that? And that would really affect my self-esteem and just who I, just the person I um, looked at myself as, because I'm like, you know what, you're a hypocrite or, you know, you, you're really not qualified to talk about this topic. And so, like you said, when we begin to see ourselves um, or get closer to God or see ourselves as what God has called us, not to say that it's easy, right? Because it's not easy because we, some people have gone through, and I'm not, um, 
I'm not uh, desensitized to that. Some people have gone through really, you know, traumatic things. And to overcome those and begin to see yourself in a different way, there are people that have grown up in abuse. And that's all they see themselves as, that they're not worth it or they're not worthy for someone to love them. So to, to begin to break away from that, it's a challenge. And it's something that you have to be very intentional about. Because if not, you will constantly begin to just live your life in that path. And like you said, um, you truly won't reach your potential because like you said, there are people that they walk into a room and they just bring a light into that room. They don't even have to speak, but the way they carry themselves with grace and with, you know, just charisma, it's like, wow, like who is this person? You want to get to know them. So why, I mean, you kind of mentioned it already, but why is it so important to see, to see ourselves the way Christ does? Like what boundaries or how do we limit ourselves when we don't see ourselves the way he does? I mean, I think the, the consequence of not seeing ourselves the way that God sees us is exactly what you're talking about. It's like, we disqualify ourselves. We, we miss out on the opportunity to serve the people that we were placed on this earth to serve if we're not showing up as our full self. But the biggest part for me is just like, if, if we define ourselves by the situations that happen to us, like that, that is going to lead us astray. That's clear. I mean, I feel like we've all had that experience. It's like, we really have to look at ourselves and look at the things that we've been through and truly the things that we've overcome, because that is like, that's the person that God made. God made you a survivor. So yes, you you were in an abusive situation, but God made you a survivor because you're still here, right? That's so good. So it's like, I think it's just the reframing of the things. It's like, life is not happening to us. It's like, God is creating a person through these experiences. Right. And so it just got to look at it a little bit different. And I think that's, that makes confidence easy, right? If <laughs> yeah. we can see ourselves as survivors instead of victims, like, hello we should have the light yeah so it's basically a mind shift the way we perceive it and our perception on things and also to add to that I would say um because you mentioned it but when you know God so number one when you truly know God you know that his word is true he is not a liar he can't lie so that means that everything that he said in the word is true about your life too you know for someone to to die for you that means a lot you know what I mean so someone to count you as worthy enough to do that so when you begin to just think of these thoughts like you know God told Jeremiah that he knows the plans he has for him that applies to us too like we were put on this earth for a purpose right so when we let our situations or who we think of who we think of ourselves begin to define us especially if it's negative that's going to take away from that purpose that he's put us here and I I truly, truly believe that everyone has a reason for being on this earth. I don't think we're just randomly here. So when you're disqualifying yourself or you're doubting yourself or because self, um, you know, low self-esteem, it comes in different forms. You can just, you know, be thinking you're not, like I said, not qualified or feeling like an outcast or a doubter. Um, when you begin to have those thoughts, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And then you're also doing your purpose a disservice because your purpose is here to impact the lives of others. And if you're not fulfilling it, then someone else is missing out. Um, so just like walking in that mindset. So if you had to just, because I know we're not perfect and we're not licensed counselors or anything like that, but if you had to just, you know, give advice to others on how they can, you know, just begin to gain some self-esteem or begin to think of themselves in a better way what would you tell them yeah I mean this is something that I'm always thinking about um and 
to me, the advice that I would give is like, look, look at yourself, you know, reflect on your life, the situations where, you know, you were feeling less than, or you felt ashamed, like, look at those situations. Um, and I think it's all about flipping that situation. So I'll give an example for myself. I will always be like, God, like, why, why did you make me such a loner? Like, the type of life that I grew up I basically was an orphan, you know, for lack of better words, by the age of 13. I've been raising myself since the age of 13. And like, I had, I have always had a hard time, like having in-depth, like substantive relationships with people. Mm. And like, I would always cry about it and be like, God, why did you make me this way? Like, am I ever going to find like someone who really understands me? Or like, am I ever going to find this love? But like in recent times, I just realized like God has me alone for a reason, right? And like, there's so many things that I need to get done (laughs) in this period of aloneness. And because I've been alone for so long, it's not like it's anything new. Right, right. (laughs) I've actually learned to thrive in that environment. So it's just like, how how can you look at it it's actually one of my strengths that I can be alone and be focused and like get a lot of stuff done but I do know that there's going to be another point in time where I have to like figure out how to be with someone yeah and, and we talked about that yeah I think the <laughs> Girl, last yeah time. <laughs> the last time we recorded but like out there will come a time when I need to learn how to be different but right. in this time in my life this season is really about not being sad about being alone but like making the most of it and doing what I'm supposed to be doing right Mm -hmm. doing my assignment and not getting sidetracked (laughs) yeah no that's good that's real because it's your mind it's the way you think about these situations so whatever it is that you're struggling with I know that there are so many things but it's like you know god I feel like I I you know, I want to be talking about this. I want to be helping young girls that have been abused, but you know, I'm still struggling. That's okay to admit it, right? That, that, that's fine. Because like you said, we all go through these things and it's for a purpose, but we made it through it. So when you can tell yourself, you know, I am here now, how can I help another person? I shouldn't let that define me, but now I can maybe go out and start encouraging young girls that have gone through abuse or gone through teen pregnancy or men that are struggling with, um, you know, even abuse, whatever it may be. So I think um, that's our first step, the way we view ourselves. For me, the second thing is blocking out the voice of others. Um, Not everyone is going to like you. That's just a fact they didn't like Jesus so what more you you know I mean? yo I tell my sister this all the time like if people hate you you doing something right right because if people were able to hate Jesus like literally Jesus like, crucified this man and right. he was perfect okay? exactly exactly so I'm just like if you got haters like good for you you on the right track honestly though so when you begin to think about that though you'll realize that you know what I'm not gonna let if someone they don't like the way I'm dress today or they don't like the way I speak that's fine you know if someone doesn't want to appreciate you in this area that doesn't mean you should stop or that doesn't mean you should lower yourself like there's a million podcasts and I think like sometimes I'm like oh do I want to talk about this topic just don't listen you know like there's so many other options that you can go about in life but don't let that define you don't let that stop you from 
thriving because it would just be so sad to live your whole life and you know you're 90 years old now and you never feel like you've reached your full potential because you were either scared or you were so hard on yourself. So once you begin to block out the noise of others and then also stop comparing yourself, right? Like if you compare yourself to every single person you meet, you're going to feel like you're all over the place and you're never going to have love for yourself because you're going to feel like, oh, I need to look like this, right? I need to, my nose needs to be like this. And there's so many things. God created you unique for a purpose. Tap into that uniqueness. Seek God's face and ask him, you know what, God? I, you know, I feel this way about myself, but I know that you don't make mistakes. Help me. What should I do? How can I fulfill the, um, the life that you've created for me? And I, I believe that will that will help you right um yeah I'm like for me it's it like that's such a simple it's a simple thought it's a hard thing to actually do right yeah no it is very hard but I I could say it's like you have to live your truth and like it's no matter what what someone else is wearing or whatever but if you like to wear all black wear all black you know like whatever it is that speaks to you you need to do that thing and for me that actually comes like in the form of promptings from the holy spirit right so it's like whenever you hear that thing that little voice in your head or whatever however you you hear god it's like you need to obey and it's because it's you living your truth and speaking your truth. Like if something is not saying right with you, you need to say something yeah. or you need to like act on whatever that is. Cause that, it, that's really our true self. Right. Yeah. Wow. So good. So good. Do you have like any other tidbits that you want to share? I mean, we said a lot, it's just been helpful for me because I still struggle with my self-esteem even at this point in my life. But like you said, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely still struggle. I think the biggest the biggest takeaway for me is just like self-esteem really it has nothing to do with ourselves. It's really going back to our earlier talk, like it's about your relationship with God and your faith in God. If you believe that God is who he is, that means that he made you just the way you are. Yeah. So stop being so selfish. Like, yeah. it's, it's no, not yeah. about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. So that's my biggest takeaway. And I think all of this is easier said than done. Um, but just just even acknowledging that you're in a space <laughs> where, you know, you're making progress, I yeah. think is leaps and bounds, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. And being honest with yourself, admitting that, you know what, you do struggle in this area and then you can fully surrender to God and surrender it to God. So yeah. But so thank you so much, Tanisha. Like I really enjoy, your voice is so calm. So every time I talk to you, I'm like so relaxed. <laughs> I love it. You're hilarious. <laughs> so I just want you to share your podcast one more time for anyone that may have missed it. And yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You can listen to me more on the Choose Love podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at XO Tanisha Nicole. And that's T-E-N-I-S-H-A-N-I-C-O-L-E. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll also be sure to tag you. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We are in season three. Of course, you know, you can follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram. And now you can also visit confessionsofachristianchick.com. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.